Part two of Zoe's effort getting censured. Here are the amazing Democrats who spoke on her behalf. Conclusion and the vote. The vote is at the end, but I implore you to watch the whole thing. We need to lift these incredible Dems up too. Thank you, Mr. Uh, speaker. I'm gonna speak on the motion before us from a different uh, point of view. You know, we're talking about some of the things about the trans community throughout not only the state of Montana, but also throughout the country and beyond into Canada. You know, the community that I represent does have trans in their, in my, in my community. And to some tribes, we call them two-spirit people. My late uncle, who was, who was one of my teachers, one of my uh, mentors in my way of life, has always told me one thing to keep in mind, that no matter who you are, that uh, we are all equal under the eyes of Almighty. And always remember, he said, when you point your finger at somebody, look how many is pointing back. And so when you, when you take, take that into context, that uh, with this thing here that, that's before us, there's a lot of events that happen, and not only in this body, but over in the body of the Senate in the last 21 years, as well as the 21 years and 11 sessions I've seen here. This is nothing compared to some of the events that occurred that we're making this as egregious as they are. We had a Democrat leader that sat right in the third row there, fourth row. Go, almost go fisticuffs with the representative on the other party on the other side over there. And the Great Falls Tribune even has pictures in the gallery that had them going at it. That was, that was uncalled for. That was so much unrest here. Why didn't they get, why, why weren't they taken to the level of this? Maybe it was because of, uh, of uh, whatever situation that was at the time. And even over in the Senate, there was votes that were taken, there were bills that were on the floor that we were in the, in the minority been silenced. And we got up and we hit the desk. We almost got charged for, for uh, messing up the state's property. Why didn't we, why, 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 was, why weren't we uh, disciplined at that time. We should have. I would have went to jail because I would have been found guilty. But at the same time, we are picking one person in this body for something that she believes is right. The one situation that she st stands to represent the same amount of people that I represent, the same amount of people that she represents, he represents, her, she represents, down the line. But yet we stand in solidarity with each other to the level of where we should, we should get along. That's what it is in the last, uh, since 2016, that's when this whole, the whole country had gone so far right, so far left to the, to the uh, values that just pits one against the other. And, exa and ex exactly the same verbiage that my colleague here is being, is being uh, uh, in a situation where she can't come in here. There's a Florida congressman who said the same words last week. Why hasn't the Congress disciplined him? What we're doing to my colleague here. What's good for them should be good for us vice versa. So I think that we need to just put this behind us, let her do, represent the people that she represents. Let's get on and let's do the people's work what they sent us here for. Vote no. In seat 31. And remind us why we're here. We're here because we are struggling with a debate that we have had from the beginning of this session on a set of bills. Bills that directly and daily impact the LGBT community. I will remind the body that not one Democrat brought any of those bills. We did not go to look for that fight. But when it came to us, we did what we had to do. We did our job. We stood up, we stood with our community. We told the truths that we live every day. We hoped you would listen. That's our job. 
It is deeply unsurprising to me that the community responded on Monday the way that they did. Because it's not just that one of our own has been silenced. It's that that's happened after a session of debating bills that only impact some of us and struggling to fight for equal treatment under the law. I will remind folks that the right to protest, and in fact, the right to protest against the government is a clearly held right in both the state constitution and the federal constitution. We took oaths to protect those constitutions. I want to note for the record that my experience personally in this body and in this building, although I love my job and I show up every day eager to do it, is that I have faced a series of offensive behaviors and offensive actions. There are people in this room who have said things about me in the press and online that I find deeply offensive. Deeply offensive. And I find that there's been a pattern of unwillingness to listen to a diverse set of opinions on the bills in front of us, and that is our job. I know without a doubt that there are deeply held disagreements about the bills that we hear, about the policies that we are debating. And those disagreements are part of the process. We have to be able to discuss them, even when it's uncomfortable. I know that we have rules. The speaker before me laid them out in some clarity. I believe that those rules must be held not to protect us as individuals, our feelings, our experiences, but to protect the process, to protect, protect our job, the work that we are doing to pass bills and policies that touch the lives of every Montanan in this state. And that is where I think we have gone deeply wrong in this process, because we are considering these rules not to protect the rights of all of us to engage in our democratic process, something I hold sacred, but instead to protect us as people as individuals. One it's minute. time for us to put the work first. That's our job. We're not elected to come up here and put ourselves first. None of us were. I believe a yes vote on this motion puts our democratic process, our important jobs as legislators second, and puts our feelings and experiences first. And I think that's wrong. I think we have one shot to right this ship, and it's this vote. And I hope some of you will join me in voting red. You know, Mr. Speaker, members, I think most of you know I wish we were debating other things on this board today. And I wish the gallery was full of Montanans engaging in the legislative process. Um, I wish I wish a lot of things, um, but that's not where we are. Um, you know, Mr. Speaker, I disagree with your decision not to recognize um, the representative in, in, House, in seat 31. And, and you know that because we discussed it. Um, I told you that I thought there were other paths that we could take. Um, House Rule 2080 being um, the clearest one, um, it would have allowed for us to have debates on hard issues and maintain order. That is a tool that was available to us. And I think it's important that we talk about how we got here. Um, and you didn't take that tool. And there's one person that had the ability to avoid being on this floor right now debating this motion. And it wasn't the representative in C31. And now we're far beyond um, the rules that allow us to debate issues here. You know, we're, we're, I agree with other speakers on my side of the aisle that we are in first principles, we are in democratic principles, we are talking about constitutionally protected rights and the very nature of a representative democracy, ensuring that 11,000 people have proper representation. Um, and today, I'm standing up for those first principles and I'm standing up for democracy and I'm gonna vote against this motion. Um, but it should not go without saying, um, and I think it's obvious to a lot of us, 
that there is an opportunity cost to choosing this path. We don't have a state budget. We don't have a plan for housing. We don't have a plan for childcare. We don't have a plan for permanent property tax relief. We don't have a plan for mental health. We don't have a plan for provider rates. Um, and today we're on this floor debating this motion and hopefully we can get back to work. Um, I sure hope so. Um, but today I'm the vote in support of constitutional principles. Um, and you know what? Um, I agree that you absolutely can do this by rule, by the constitution, by masons. Um, but just because you can do it does not mean that's the right choice. I think it's the wrong choice. Um, I hope we don't make it today, but if we do, we'll have to move on and see if we can get the work of Montanans done. But today I have to show Montanans that we care about these first principles first and we'll deal with our business later. Um, I hope you vote no. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Thank you, Mr. Speaker, members. We have heard the debate. We were all present and observed the conduct of the representative from House District 100 on April 24th. This conduct cannot be allowed to stand. Our constituents and our state deserve better. They deserve our full attention, and this institution and body deserve the respect of all its members. However, it has not been respected, and we must regain the decorum of this body, not only now, but also to set precedent for the future. Therefore, good cause has been established, and I urge the body to vote in favor of this motion. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Members, this is a two-thirds vote. All those in favor of the majority leader's motion, vote aye. Those opposed, vote no. Clerk, record the vote. Are there absentee votes? Mr. Speaker, Representative Weatherwax votes no. Clerk, record the vote. Mr. Speaker, 68. Representatives vote aye. 32 have voted no. Motion passes. Majority Leader Vinton. Short Cast Club.